Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful episode of the Night Tide Podcast. This is Tide Talk. I am your host, Night Tide, and uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff and things, guys. It's been a while uh, since we we last recorded. Uh, the last time I actually got a recording in was uh, looks like July 26, which was a couple of weeks ago now. And basically, what happened is I was on vacation. Uh, if you were in a constant listener, you will know that that is true. And uh, I, I tried to do these nightly logs, which were awesome. I really enjoyed doing those. And then I was going to try and get back into my regular routine. Uh, but I got back on a on a Saturday, so I wasn't going to do one that week. Um, and then the following weekend, we had uh, basically, I think, the Call of Duty beta. And then this weekend, we had the Call of Duty beta again. So it's been... Uh, it's been one of those those times where it's just like wow, like we had a lot going on, and I wasn't able to to kind of get there. But we're back. It's late at night, but I decided that I was going to go ahead and record because it's been too long. It's been too long since I've had the chance to talk to you guys, and I didn't want to take the chance that uh, that we were going to make uh, or miss another week. So here we are. Um, uh, it's been it's been a hell of a couple of weeks, guys. Mainly because of work. If you uh, come to the streams regularly, you'll know that I'm talking about kind of how work is stressful right now, and it's not stressful in a bad way. It's just one of those where, in in software development, there are times where things are just naturally more stressful. This is one of those times. Hopefully, within the next two weeks or so, everything can kind of mellow out and go back into kind of a, a status quo mode, per se. But for now, we're, we're still stuck in this, you know, uh, crunch time, I guess is a good way to put it. So there's, there's nothing I can do but kind of grin and bear it, and I'm a little more tired, I'm a little bit more irritable than I have been. But at the same time, guys, uh, it's, been, it's been a couple really good weeks in terms of just life stuff in general. Um, you know, I've been having, having a lot of really good, um, really good fun things happening and going on with the family, uh, doing some fun events. Uh, we went to a water park last weekend. It was, it was a ton of fun, uh, with me and and my in-laws for my father-in-law's birthday. He wanted to take us all to a water park. So we went to this place and it was just, it was just a really fun time to see my kids interact and, and play around in, you know, the various things that they had there and, and to just kind of be able to relax and have fun. I mean, what else has happened? My my youngest son turned one while we were on vacation and was kind of taking some steps. He's now like really taking a lot of steps, um, not full on walking all the time, but he's really getting close to walking. And that's incredible. Um, like, I don't know, guys, it's just there's there's so many things that have happened in the past two weeks that I feel like if I tried to describe it all, then I would be missing out on a, a good number of it. So I'm just going to kind of just leave it as life has been good. Work is stressful, but life is good. Uh, and again, if you guys come to the stream often, you'll you'll get a sense for how I am. Now, what else has happened? Uh, oh, geez, the new mic. Guys, we're, we're talking on a new mic. So I don't know how I don't know how noticeable the difference is for for most people. Uh, for the new mic, which is now the the Golden Age Project D2, versus my old mic, which was on a which was an Audio Technica uh, AT2005 USB, which was a great sounding mic. This one has just a, a different sound to it. It's not a terribly different sound, but it's a different sound. I like it. I think it's cleaner. I think it's crisper. Um, it, it's just a, a good solid mic. It was 150 bucks. 
Uh, I got it off a company called Sweetwater.com, which I highly suggest you guys do business with. Their customer service is incredible. And, uh, you know, the, the product so far has has absolutely lived up to or exceeded my expectations in just about every single way. So uh, it's it's kind of, I was looking at this mic to see if it could be the the holy grail of mics where, you know, you didn't have to pay 350 or 375 bucks for a SM7B. You didn't have to pay over 400 bucks for an RE20. You know, you weren't even paying, uh, you know, 250 or, or more for kind of a, a Rode NT1 or something along those lines, right? You just could get a solid mic for not, I wouldn't call this cheap, but for a decent price and have that kind of be your forever mic. Because to be honest with you, I don't see myself ever needing to update this mic. I think it sounds great. We've got a rich sound. We've got good tone. Um, I can play with certain settings if I want to make things sound a little differently. Um, but for the most part, I'm just really, really happy with it. I think it's a fantastic broadcast mic. If I do anything down the road, it's just going to be adding uh, maybe updating an interface or adding to to the chain to help with um, audio processing. But other than that, I think this mic is phenomenal. So uh, Golden Age Project D2 has been absolutely worth it. Um, I think I can highly recommend it to you guys with confidence now that I've been using it a couple weeks and it just it just sounds and operates wonderfully. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, well, so we in terms of, in terms of life stuff and stream stuff, I think those are the two biggest things that have happened. Um, in in terms of just kind of my overall psyche, uh, it's been it's been a little tough with the stream. Um, going away, and you guys again will hear this from the nightly log. Uh, in fact, if you listen to these in order, then it's probably going to be a little redundant. But it's been a couple weeks for me, so it's it's kind of a, a a nice time for me to look back on kind of the things that I said there. It was absolutely a wonderful thing for me to be able to have a break. I did recharge the batteries. I've come back having a a kind of a renewed perspective on what it is that I want to do and what it is that I want to accomplish with my stream, and I feel like we're kind of rededicating to doing that. I think the that mixed with the hype of fall games like Spider-Man's coming out next month. Uh, we've always been obviously been playing the Call of Duty beta. Um, we've continued with our Bloodborne playthrough, which has been going really well. There's just a lot of really fun games. We're going to be playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I got Hellblade. Um, what else? Well, they just showed new stuff today for Doom Eternal, which I know doesn't come out till next year, along with Rage 2. But God, those games look so good. Um, they released more information on Red Dead recently, and it actually looks good. I, I've been kind of saying I'm not going to get that game, um, but it looks like there might be a way for you to play it as more of a, a quote-unquote good bad guy. So we'll see, we'll see how that plays out, and if I uh, if I end up going for it. But yeah, guys, there's just a lot of really solid games that are coming out now. It feels like things are picking up again. I feel like the stream is picking up again. Um, you know, as a community, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that we're still plugged in. Um, I've been a little lagging on the weekly discussions with the stream team. Um, but I've also been thinking about ways to, uh, feature, I guess our feature, our content creators on the team in a little bit of a different way to continue to help get a different medium out there, I guess, for, for a, us to highlight content. Um, and I think the one I'm going to do is I want to start, and I'll I'll probably end up putting together some kind of a Google Doc with a sign-up or something where I have times available, and I'm going to put out just a base set of questions, um, and, and I want to basically start including like a five-minute segment for each podcast, uh, a five-minute segment with kind of a bio of someone from the stream team, 
And I want to, to basically, again, just have, have you say who you are, you know, what it is that you uh, like to play, what time your stream starts, and then, you know, tell us about your community. Tell us about, you know, your, your, how did you become, how did you, you know, figure out that you were on Mixer? How did you find, um, you know, how, how have you found your time on Mixer? And then, you know, just again, like I said, more about your community, just a chance, a really a chance just to feature you and talk about you and kind of get you out there for a different set of, of ears um, to be able to listen and hopefully maybe direct some more attention to your stream. And and also, again, it helps to kind of round out some content for here. You know, I, I have traditionally been kind of talking about people's milestones, and I think those things are great, but I think it, it does a better service if we can talk about the content creators themselves and why they're awesome human beings and why they're great content creators. And if you, you know, find someone that's playing something that you enjoy, uh, or find someone that has a certain content style that you enjoy, you might just find your next favorite streamer. So I think all of those things are important and would really uh, appreciate if we could figure out a way to make that orderly and awesome. And so that I can include that kind of stuff. So some good, some good ideas there. Um, a friendly reminder, we are going to be attending PAX West. And I say, we, I say, mean me, I'm going to be attending PAX West. I did put a PAX West sign up section in the discord. If you are going to be attending PAX West and you're part of the community, please let me know. I'm trying to figure out how many people are going to be going uh, so that we might be able to arrange for like an hour or two, or we can just kind of find a place in the convention center and hang out for a little bit and just kind of get to know each other. Um, that, that I think that would be great. Uh, but it depends on how many people are going to be there. And, and I just want to make sure that we have a place to be able to coordinate. So I'm only going to be there on Friday and Saturday. Uh, as you guys have probably heard me talk about, I'm going to be flying in Friday morning and leaving Saturday afternoon. I know it's a little bit of a crazy trip, but at the same time, uh, it's what I was able to work out from a compromise with the wifey. So that is what I am doing. But there should be plenty of time within those two days for us to have a time to set some set aside and to get together and maybe take a, a group photo and just hang out and, and be able to see each other face to face. Because uh, I think that'll be, be something that's worthwhile and fun. So if you haven't already signed up in Discord for that, please do the things. Uh, if you are part of the community and you haven't joined Discord yet, please go to discord.gg slash nighttide in any web browser and that should get you an invite to Discord uh, it'll have you install the app if you don't have it already. If you do have the app, then you can just do use that um, use that URL to uh, put in your invitations and get onto the server, and then we'll we'll take care of you from there. But anyway, so there's that. Um, geez, guys, so that that's a lot of the the life and kind of idea stuff that's going on lately, in terms of um, what I normally would cover in terms of media. I've actually covered it. I've actually been, been watching a ton of stuff lately, um, which is weird because I don't feel like I have time, but for some reason I'm finding time. Um, I watched the first season of a show into the badlands, which I had kind of had my eye on for a while, but never really got into. Uh, and I finally went back and I was like, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. Cause I'm kind of in the mood for it's more of like, a, a you know, a sci fantasy kind of adventure and man, that show that show is legit. It is so good. It's, it's one of my favorite shows right now. And there's, I think there's three seasons done. There's a fourth season that's already been announced and God, it's just, it's so good. If you like solid martial arts choreography, uh, as long uh, as well as a good kind of post-apocalyptic kind of story, 
um, which is again, basically the story is that society fell into ruin and seven barons kind of rose from the ashes to, uh, to reinstate society. And they did so by outlawing all firearms and basically built armies of what they call clippers, which are ninja type warriors that, uh, that work for each faction. And then there's cogs, which are basically people that be are, are workers or laborers that are feudal serfs to the barons. Um, which I don't get, I don't know how fair that is for them, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's how society has kind of reestablished itself. So it's almost like they rebooted back to the middle ages, um, except for the fact that they have cars and they have motorcycles and they have electricity and, uh, you know, there's, there's modern medicine and all kinds of just interesting stuff about the world. And I think it's, it's always cool to see how you, how they can fuse those types of things. But then again, the, the other tenant of the show is just to have outstanding uh, martial arts choreography. And my God, do they have some of the coolest fight scenes I've seen in a long time. And there's always some awesome fight choreography going on in every episode. So if you are interested at all into the Badlands, I think it's on Hulu. It's on Netflix. Um, it's on AMC. And I think you can probably just get it on demand if you really want to. So check it out. It's awesome. Um, and then the wife and I finally watched a movie arrival with, uh, with Amy Adams. That was a super cool movie. I, I was, I didn't know what to expect. I know that it was rated fairly well. Um, but it was just a, a two, a really cool, um, a really cool ride to be on. And I, I don't quite know how I feel about, you know, the movie in general in terms of like, you know, uh, how it ended and stuff. But overall, like I'm happy that I watched the movie. It was a good, solid, entertaining experience. I know my wife liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely something that makes you think. So make sure that if you're, if you're going to go sit down and check out that movie, one, I can tell you it's worth it, but two, just be ready for your brain to, to get flexed a little bit because it definitely does that. It's not quite like an interstellar flex, but it's, it's flexed. <laughs> There's certainly some flex going on there. So, uh, please, uh, you know, check, check that out. If you, if you so dare that one we found on Hulu and I think it's on Amazon prime too, if you want to watch it that way. Um, what else? There's been some, uh, a lot of new Netflix stuff that has made its way onto, uh, uh, or a lot of new seasons of like animes and things that have been made its way to Netflix. Like, uh, there's a new season of sword guy, which I thought was a really cool first, uh, season of anime. And so season two is out there now. So I started watching that intermittently. Um, there's, uh, the second Godzilla movie, which I think I talked about my nightly logs. I can't remember, but I watched that and it was awesome. I can't wait for the next one of those. Um, and there's a couple other seasons of stuff that, that is on there too, that are definitely worth checking out. And that's what I've kind of been consuming from a media perspective. Um, in terms of games, I really can't say a ton. We, we played, we played, we're, we're kind of kind of in the same cycle. We're still playing through Bloodborne. Um, the plan is to go to Horizon Zero Dawn next. We took a detour a little bit with um, the Revolution, um, or 1979 Revolution, which was kind of like a Telltale-esque adventure, um, but kind of gave you a lot of history around the Iranian Revolution in 1979. And I thought the game was cool, but I thought the game mechanics played poorly. So it was fun because it had mixed play integration, and you guys could kind of take control and it was fun being able to experience that with you, but I don't think it's going to be something that I continue to stream. Uh, but if you're interested in that segment of history and you want to play through that experience, I think it's definitely something that's not like unplayable. I think you can definitely get through it. Um, but 
and there's a ton of history and I like how they structure the history through photographs and things, but it's just not something that really, you know, gripped me and made me want to go back and keep playing it. Um, what else is there? Again, we started playing the, the call of duty beta and that, that we're just going to talk about in a whole separate cast because talking about call of duty is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's a franchise that I've loved for a decade um, at this point, literally a decade at this point, and it's just there. I have so many thoughts and opinions on the beta, and so many thoughts and opinions on things that I've seen and heard already that I want to continue to explore. So there's just so much good discussion to be had around that game and around the beta, and what it kind of means for the for the series, and what kind of turns they've taken and, and decisions they've made, and how those impact gameplay and all kinds of fun stuff. So keep an eye and ear out for for that as well we might just make that part of the next um the next tie talk but it uh it'll i'm the next tie talk is going to have a lot more time dedicated to it and not be started super late at night and uh and me trying to get through it as quickly as humanly possible um so there's that there's that uh let's see what came out recently uh, if you listen to Boom in the Night, Boom and I just recently talked through, um, and I guess that that brings us to the Rising Tide section, which I told you guys I think I want to, we're going to add this and, and, mu- and morph this into something different where we actually get to feature members from the team and have them talking, and I'll just interject those clips into this segment where we can uh, hear them and listen to them and, uh, and well, hear you guys and, and listen to you guys talk about your streams and why they're awesome and... Um, and hopefully give you some more exposure there. In terms of the stream stuff, the the normal stream topic, um, I'm just going to kind of lightly touch again because if you don't listen to Boom in the Night and you you do listen to Tide Talk, I want to make sure that you you hear this as well. So there was recently a article that was written by a woman who uh, is a music attorney. And it was published on Forbes.com, and I, I, I'll see if I can still grab the link. And basically what it was saying is it's just kind of like, hey, Twitch, we see you. And what, we have been talking about this, and I say we as me and Boom have been talking about this for a long time, and it's been a larger discussion in the stream world forever. Uh, if you guys know, you know, Kitty Has Claws or Lagby uh, on the Mixer platform, they are, are huge advocates of you know, making sure that you own the content that you stream and, and own anything that you are using. You know, you pay, pay for your icons, you pay for your things, make sure you have commercial licenses for things if you plan to put them on shirts. Uh, and if you plan to play music on your stream, make sure you have a license to do it. Uh, there are plenty of resources out there that are free for you to use uh, and give you a license to use for free on YouTube and on your stream, such as 99Lives and Pretzel Rocks. Uh, Monster Cat has an option for you to play a license, uh, pay a license fee for you to use that music uh, on your stream. If you want to use Monster Cat, there's things like Argo Fox, and I think someone called out something else too, and I can't remember what it was. But there's there's multiple platforms out there that you can use to get licensed music and have it on your stream so you don't have to worry about that. And you might wonder, well, Knight, I know lots of people that play mainstream music on their thing, and I don't think they pay for licenses. Yep, and they are running a risk. And if you do that, you're running a risk too. And the risk is ultimately comes down to uh, I, where I don't necessarily think someone's going to sue you outright, especially if you're a smaller content creator. I think that the one of the things that would happen to you is you would get a cease and desist 
uh, kind of orders to stop playing that music on your stream or stop trying to put that in your, um, you know, in any kind of content that you're making. And basically, if you don't comply with that, then a potential suit, I think, could follow, um, or at least some kind of a fine. Because these, you know, these musicians are are supposed to be getting paid, right? The musicians, the the music publishers, all of these people are are spending money to be able to produce this music, and part of them putting it out there digitally, um, or or you know via CD or whatever, which I guess is still all digital now. Um, but part of them putting that music out there is the fact that they're going to be getting some type of a return on that investment. And if you are playing their music for people, uh, you're technically supposed to be supplying them with a cut of that, or they're supposed to be getting compensated in some way, shape, or form for you playing their music or using your music to create some kind of content. Um, just like video games, you know, video game publishers have to pay for music they use in their uh, in their games. Uh, or anytime, you know... Uh, you know, songs are in movies and things like that. They're getting, they're getting paid. They're getting a cut. And so this is no different, right? You are a content creator. You are choosing to include content on your stream and you need to make sure that you have the license to do so. And if that means you need to pay for it, then you got to pay the piper. Now that's not to say that you can't play any mainstream music on your stream. It just means again, you have to have a license. Uh, and there are, depending on what part of the world you're in is going to determine what, license you need to get to have it apply. If you're in North America, or specifically the United States, um, then you're looking for the ASCAP license, which is the ASCAP. I think that covers a, the vast majority of mainstream music. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not out, outrageously expensive, um, but it is an involved process because they're looking at revenues that you make off of it, they're looking looking at statistics about how many listens are going to be gotten uh, for that for a year because it's over a year time frame. Um, you have to supply tax documents, you have to supply all kinds of stuff, and then it's very restrictive on where it is that that license applies, and it's typically to your stream only. Uh, so you would need to purchase a separate license if you wanted to use that for things like YouTube videos. So again, it's a lot of of effort and money to do that the right way. But at the end of the day, if a music attorney attorney is listening to your stream or watching your stream um, because they're trying to find people that are violating these laws because it's becoming more, you know, as streaming becomes more popular, then there's going to be more eyeballs um, from a regulatory perspective as well as just a, a you know, a, an entertainment perspective on all streams. And so if someone comes by and says, hey, do you have a license for this? You can say, yeah. And they can probably have ways to look it up too, but you can say, yeah, I've got a license for this. And, you know, if you you know, feel the need to issue me some type of a, um, you know, a written thing for proof, then I can supply the paperwork necessary and you know that you're covered. You don't have to sweat it at all. But it's important, guys. It's important that you know where your music is coming from and that you have the right to play it. Um, it's just a, it's a, it's a good CYA. Now, Again, I can hear, I can already hear, I can hear, the, I can already hear the rebuttals. I can already hear the cries. But yeah, but night, but you know, music is a big part of my stream. And I said, yeah, if music is a big part of your stream, then you should be willing to invest, to make the investment, to know that you can play it legally on your stream. And if you don't have the money to invest or you don't want to invest that money in there, then I suggest you, one, get comfortable at streaming with just using whatever music is in game. Uh, or two, you know, uh, 
get used to or get used to paying money uh, to be able to play that music. Because the problem is, is that if you if you have a stream already and you've built your stream already around music that is is mainstream and licensed, then you're going to have to get some type of a, a a you know paid license to to stream. You're not using 99 Lives or Pretzel Rocks, you know. You would need something covered by an ASCAP license. You know, if you do get a cease and desist and you do get caught in the crosshairs and you can't play that music anymore until you purchase a license properly and you don't again don't want to pay the money to purchase a license well now you can't play that music and if that's part of the backbone of your content is to play that music and to vibe with certain music then you're in trouble right like your channel dynamic is in trouble you know that's going to be a mental blow it's going to be an actual blow to your stream because if your viewers are there because they like your music as well and all of a sudden you stop playing music altogether or stop playing you know the music that they like that might be a reason for them to leave and I know that that sounds like a maybe an extreme case, but it does happen. It does happen. There are plenty of people that avoid streams or go to streams because of the music that they play or hear on those streams. So it's up to you as a content creator what you want to do. But it's worth mentioning that that you should do your due diligence. Make sure you know where your music is coming from. Make sure you're covered with proper licensing uh, for that music because that that advent is coming. Be ready now. You have been warned. You can't say that no one told you um, because it's it's perfectly understandable that either as a younger person or someone new to this world that you would not know this, right? You don't know that you need that. You, you're thinking, oh, fair use, right? Well, no, like when you're getting paid, when you're making money off of your stream, <laughs> then uh, you need to, you're, you're going to be looked at as someone who owes somebody else a cut for content that you're using, which is why it's important to generate all your own original content if you can. And if you can't, again, make sure you have the proper licensing. So for everybody out there that didn't know that this was a thing, now you know you're informed. For everybody that did know and you've been ignoring it because you're like, eh, it'll never happen to me, just know that if slash when it does happen to you, the more that you have been playing that music, the more you rely on that music as part of your stream, the more it's going to hurt you when that hammer finally drops, when that shoe finally drops, and uh, and, and that's that's just the way it is. So be smart, guys. Do things the right way, and it will pay off for you in dividends, I promise. All right. Uh, other than that, guys, I think that's going to wrap it. This is probably the shortest Tide Talk ever, and it's also probably the most rushed ever because I really want to go to bed, but I wanted to make sure that I got this out there for you guys. Uh, I just want you guys to know how much I appreciate you and uh, and how much I love your faces. There have been so many of you that have had obligations either with life or with work or you know family over the summer and have not been able to come by as much as you maybe had once done and i just want to make sure that i tell you guys it's okay <laughs> it's perfectly fine life happens to all of us you know here's here i am right like we haven't done a tie talk in a couple weeks why because i can't find time to do it outside of the normal window and that's okay right? It's not that I've forgotten about it. I haven't been able to, to make YouTube videos in probably a month. I just don't have the time to sit down and actually cut through videos and render them and put them up on YouTube. I still have all the footage. I plan on doing it. I just don't have the time. So we all find time to make time, but you please don't feel the need to apologize to me if you're not able to hop by the stream. 
you know, uh, you, you saying hi on Twitter, you know, you pop, popping in for two seconds and, and just saying what's up. It makes all the difference guys. Like it, it really is all, all, all you really like, all I really need is just to see you every once in a while, just to know that you're all good because we're part of a community. We know that life happens. We're all human beings. You know, I stream because it's part of my day, right? And, and if you're watching streams as part of your entertainment and things come up, then you may not be able to have that time for that entertainment. That is normal. That is, that is, you know, no one's getting mad at you for, at that at all. So please don't feel like you need to apologize to me um, for not being at the stream. You know, being able to interact with you guys even for a small period of time and just know that you guys are okay and uh, and that everything is still good with you guys even if you're busy. That's really what, what matters to me. And whenever you do get the time to come by the stream again and hang out for a little bit, then it just makes it all the better. So, so yeah, please, 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 please don't worry about that. But guys gals if you've been listening to this cast and you're like hey this nighttide guy sounds pretty cool and you don't already follow me on mixer please do so mixer.com slash nighttide uh if you don't already follow this podcast and support this podcast i urge you to strongly do the thing wherever it is that you might happen to to listen to it whether that's anchor.fm spotify itunes google casts uh, and, and a wide variety of other places that uh that people listen to podcasts that you may have found my little slice of paradise here uh, please make sure that you follow, you know, if you, if there's ability reviews, please give us a thumbs up. Um, and if you have any questions for me or any, anything about the cast that you would like to talk about me, please feel free to DM me either on discord. Again, that's discord.gg slash nighttide, uh, or DM me on Twitter. My, my DMS are open and that is at nighttide. Are you noticing a pattern at where you can get a hold of me to do the stuff and things? Uh, I also am on Instagram, which I use intermittently. That is also at nighttide on Instagram. And, uh, and yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me to do all the things, <sighs> but that's it guys. I love your faces. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, night, whatever it is that you are listening to this. And, uh, I will catch you guys during the next stream or the next Tide Talk. Adios. <laughs>